Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Hey there, it's Album for the Day. I'm John E. This is Jay. And we were thinking about doing something a little different Mm -hmm. because we love America. Oh, that's right. And there's 50 states in this great land. And we're going to put our patriot pants on, and we're going to bring you a little bit from every state, because there's music in every state in this great land. And we're here for the whole ride. So we're going to go state by state, bringing you some of the best bands, some of the best albums that we've heard. Uh, We're going to bring it to you. So buckle up, Buttercup. Jose, can you see? (laughs) Here we go. Album for the day today brings you another state of the music. Uh, Ohio, the Buckeye State, the mother of modern presidents, and the Yankee State, which is no surprise to me. Mm, Yeah, both of those hold up. (laughs) That checks out. That checks out. I went to New York City, and the rudest person I encountered was from Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, worst drivers in america state was uh they could they, they could, couldn't pass that one for some reason no but <laughs> aside from that ohio mm-hmm. huge haven of music yeah it is and um i'm assuming all of these wonderful people we're going to discuss are not bad drivers and also don't live in ohio anymore <laughs> and aren't super rude <laughs> oh yeah uh just running down it real quick Bobby Womack is from Cleveland, Bootsy Collins, Cincinnati. Oh, I love Bootsy. Christy Hine from Akron. Dean Martin is from Steubenville. The OJs from Canton, Nine Inch Nails from Cleveland. John Legend from Springfield. Mm -hmm. Tracy Chapman from Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Dave Grohl from Warren. I know, that one was surprising to me because I think of Seattle, 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 Seattle. But, no, not even a little bit. No. It's like Guns N' Roses. Well, I guess they a little bit. Other places. <laughs> uh, Marilyn Manson, a.k.a. Brian Warner, is from Canton. Kid Cuddy, Scott Ramon Seguro Mascuti is from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Isley Brothers are from Cincinnati. Maynard James Keenan from Ravenna. Johnny Paycheck, also known as Donald Eugene Lytle. Better name. I would have gone with that. I'd have rolled with it. It's a little serial killer. Yeah. Exa- Johnny Paycheck isn't? No, that's country singer. That's not country at all. Whatever. Paycheck? He's from Greenfield. Doris Johnny Day. Blue Collar. <laughs> Johnny Blue Collar. That no. would have been, that would have been no, we'll, better. We'll get to him. Johnny in, Hound Dog. We'll get to him in Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. Um, Art Tatum. No, oh, that's this guy. He's the best piano player uh, possibly who has ever drawn breath. Lots and lots of people say yeah. Art Tatum is there's the a, greatest pianist of all there, time. There's a wonderful documentary about him on uh, on YouTube, actually, for free. And some of his friends, they get mad at him saying, he just plays too much damn piano. And that says every, his, his left hand is probably faster than his right hand. And his right hand is like lightning. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, Roy Rogers... Birth name, Leonard Franklin Sly with an E mm. from Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't think that. Yeah. Would you? That's like the that's like the Glenn Campbell Johnny Cash thing. Mm-hmm. Um one of my favorite group names, Sly Slick and Wicked. 
Mm, yeah, that's a good one. Um, they were from Cleveland. Their song Show Enough was sampled in Justin Timberlake's Suit and Tie. Um, Penny and the Quarters from Columbus. <laughs> you ever heard of them? No, sadly, that's a great name. Blue Valentine. I have. That is so creepy. Their song, "You and Me," is in the romance mm. scene um, because Columbus's Harmonic Sounds Studio in 1970 recorded "You and Me." Jay Robinson was a songwriter and got paired with this sister and three brothers group that was singing backups well ryan gosling ended up hearing the re release of it from somebody that found it at a yard sale wow from the studio owner clem price and it was on a cassette tape and they were like what is this this is great there yeah so that, that's a, that's a great find out. talk about a yard sale find they put it out ryan gosling hears it tells the director of blue valentine you the, gotta hear this and it needs to be there and the director was like yes it does wow so it starts making all this money and the people from numero records were like hey this is making a bunch of money and we don't want to be those guys so does anybody know who these people are wow yeah they reached out, and it took some doing, but through social media and whatever, um, Penny's cool. daughter was like, that's my mama, and <laughs> played it for mama, and mama was like, oh, man, I thought that was just in the trash can somewhere. Wow. So, Very cool. Cool story. Uh, Elisha Gray from Barnesville invented the musical Telegraph in 1876. He was the forerunner of the modern synthesizer, so I guess we have Elisha to... Thank mm -hmm. for a lot of stuff. A lot. The 80s. Pretty much. <laughs> and, well, you know, it's like fashion. It's coming it's back coming around back. now. Yeah, and the weekend. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, King Records out of Cincinnati. King Records. If you're ever at a yard sale and you happen to see the blue label King Records, like James Brown and a bunch of other legends were on King Records, just pick it up. It's like seeing a Stax Records or something like that where you're just like, yeah, you're not going to be disappointed. I guarantee it. Pick it up. Um, King Records is apparently, per their description, they and the time frame, they were known as specializing in hillbilly records and race records. Mm. Um, they also had some imprints called Jewel, Fraternity, Blue Jordan Records, Old Flame Records. Uh, good stuff, though, King. Very good stuff. So to the top ten, uh, we did previously, just now, have a discussion about where we felt like the best ten albums from Ohio were. Mm -hmm. And uh, we decided on the... Uh, the these would also be in no particular order. In no particular order. Yeah. We did not order them. That's, yeah. That would have taken a lot more time. It would have taken... No, you can't do it. Because they're so... That's true. All over the map. That's true. This this group it would be, is... It, yeah, it would be very personal of, like, how you feel about a record rather than, like, what its actual worth to society is. Well, and that's what we've always tried to do with Album for the Day is yeah. present the album to you without necessarily any sort of a lens on it so that you can decide for yourself. Mm. Apologies to Modest Mouse or... 
No, I don't apologize for that at all. <laughs> pretty bad album. Y'all did way better later. They did. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Gosh, that was a painful episode to do, though. It was. Um, check that one out. It's in the yeah, library. Or not. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we don't care. They, they, <laughs> they didn't. didn't. <laughs> uh, so the Isley Brothers yeah. from Ohio. Um, three plus three. Yeah, you'll know the song like Summer Breeze um, and that kind of stuff. Um, the Isley Brothers, just a great, great, great group. Um, funky, um, very emotional driven, like do heartfelt. Do you know where all that comes from now? What do you mean? Like where all that emotion comes from? Because they wrote the songs too. They did obviously some covers here and there. Yeah. But... You know, they had like a brothers group, and mm-hmm. one of their brothers got killed in a car accident, Ooh. or in, uh, or hit by a driver or something. Yikes! And um, they were like, "Nah, we're done." Well, music is the ultimate healer. And you then know? they changed their mind. They came back, and I, I think that's why there's a lot of emotion in there because, mm-hmm. and they ended up bringing in three younger uh, siblings later, which is part of the three plus three Mm -hmm. because it was still the core three but then they brought in the others Mm. and i wonder if that's what some of the the lyrics to uh highways of my life are kind of about um on this album it's a it's a it's a this is a really solid record um i wouldn't say that it's that beginning to end just you know dirty hot fire as Johnny might say. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's beginning to end, but there are some absolute treats on it. Um, it th- that Lady, parts one and two, is amazing. Um, um, you so know. This, so the three that joined were younger brothers Ernie and Marvin and their in-law, Chris Jasper. Hmm. What's interesting, though, is after a few albums, they ended up bouncing, mm-hmm. the three of them, and doing their own thing. It's your thing. It's your thing. <laughs> Do what you want to know. Couldn't help it. Couldn't yeah. Help it. Um, um, well, moving right along uh, to one of my favorites on this list, uh, Tracy Chapman. Which um, has surprising relevance again. Yeah. That's uh, um, 35 what's years later. Uh, did Eric, Luke was Combs? It, I was going to say Eric Church, but I knew that was wrong. No, I was like, that's uh, not right at yeah. all. It's Luke Combs. Luke Combs just recorded Fast Car. Mm-hmm. Um and this the this whole album the whole album it's not and again it's personal choice you know that kind of thing Music but is but 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 it is just a really really good record um it, it it's one of those things where you sit back and you're like okay yeah fast car got it you know but that's not like the only song on this record that's that's like good you got uh baby can i hold you uh talking about revolution i mean that song is like let's let's yes let's talk about a revolution i I think that song is great and you know not everybody is latched back onto that song 
Oh, it, it was great. a hit at the time, I think mostly because it was a super catchy song. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what 1988 was all about, let's yeah. be honest. It's crazy that that was that long ago. 35, yeah, that's right. <sighs> so, but talking about a revolution, I mean, when you think about, you know, sibling songs to that. Yeah. And you think about like Gil Scott Heron, the revolution will not be televised. Mm. And it's like, man, I personally really enjoy that. Yeah. However, to the mainstream, to just across the broad spectrum, that's not necessarily palatable. Yeah. Uh, whereas Tracy Chapman talking about a revolution. That's mainstream. That's on FM radio. dude. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. You got it. Yeah. And it was. Nine Inch Nails. Um, now this, this, this throws me way, way, way back to the, to the land of the 90s where there were actually two albums that I don't think we can, I'd be remiss if we didn't at least bring up both Pretty Hate Machine and The Downward Spiral. Again, um, with subjectivity, you can say that the downward spiral would not exist without pretty hate machine, which would be true. Yeah. But it's also very arguable that the downward spiral in the end reached a lot more people Absolutely. and possibly influenced more, more people. people that weren't willing to yeah. go back an album and listen to the old. I, I, that's 100% correct. So, 100% correct. With closer and hurt on uh, the downward spiral that was commercially successful in a way pretty hate machine never achieved and I however think- i feel i feel like pretty hate machine is the better album but i feel like me personally i got caught into the downward spiral a lot more because of my age where i was all of those things i like i got gripped by that record um pretty hate machine i i actually went backwards and listened to it and was like, whoa, what is this? And it was that, it was that I got the introduction to Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails through the downward spiral, not Pretty Hate Machine. Sure. And so I think, I, uh, you know, I had found a single of Head Like a Hole mm-hmm. that had a number of different remixes and crazy stuff uh, going on. Um, and I think it was like discounted when i found it oh wow but it was an import right so it had like you know your non-us market kind of yeah aim yeah and i was like i don't have anything else like this Mm. uh let me there is nothing else like nine inch nails especially from that time period he's that guy who he was the grunge the the like electronica grunge that the world needed and he influenced so many musicians to have that harder edge, to have the electronic sound, to not be afraid to use technology to make your music, to beat on trash cans, to make noise, and to and to say what you got to say. Trent Reznor is a great example. You hear people talk about method acting and investing yourself in the role and whatever. So Trent Reznor is, I would say, the greatest musical equivalent, aside from, say, maybe like Bowie... Bowie, uh, yeah, you're right. You're Iggy right. Iggy Pop, yeah. maybe. I, I think you're, Alice Cooper. Who, you know, man, you're the, you're nailing but it. You put, <laughs> but you put him in yeah. like a very that's, yeah, that's yeah. elite group there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
I think that he's very perceptive mm-hmm. of what trends are. Mm-hmm. He's gone through some personal waves of, I care so much about what other people think. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I shouldn't be doing that. I should care what I think. I should care what I do. And I should make like my music. And it's like a huge up and down, back yeah. and forth. He's yeah. a brilliant, brilliant guy. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see what he does next. He's done movie soundtracks. Um, yeah, he's getting a little older now. And he's he's kind of ca- calmed the rage down, but he's still making brilliant music. He's matured with his silliness. Yes, which was really his only drawback. Yeah, and I, I'm very glad that the that the drugs um, did not do what everyone assumed they would in his career, which That's would be fair. at bare minimum derail his music career. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, you did just put out a huge hit album called The Downward Spiral. Exactly. So, we were scared. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the EP that preceded it was called Broken. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. 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 And then we're the, concerned, Trent. The Fragile. Like, yeah. Right. we're Yeah. 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 Um, um, anyway. I think the next logical step. The Black Keys. No, that wasn't where I was going, but I like where you're going. The Black Keys. We decided on Rubber Factory. It's their third album. Yeah. Uh, self-produced, released in 2004 on Fat Possum. Mm, Fat Possum. Recorded in an abandoned tire manufacturing factory in the group's hometown of Akron, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So they recorded their first two albums in Patrick Carney's basement, and the building was sold by its landlord, so they had to find somewhere near to record. Yep. So they were like, hey, there's this dilapidated tire factory and let's just make a studio there. So General Tire used to make tires there, and it was on the corner of South Seberling Street and Little Cuyahoga River in the East Akron neighborhood. But General Tire closed the factory in 82, and they were leasing space in the building out. So Patrick Carney said, we were looking for a place, and we saw the for rent sign, and it's just this giant building in the first floor is where all the big storage rooms are the big kind of cavernous rooms and then the second floor is where they had all the offices and laboratories and that's where we rented our space we just kind of rented one room but there was no one around us in that corner of the building so we had cables running out the door and across the hallway and in other rooms and stuff and it was basically just like this kind of deserted old building and we had free reign of it that's awesome. That's amazing. That's like makes that's me think how of it's done. That's, into yeah, the... that's yeah, that's that's rock and roll right there. Hell yeah! And like, Hell yeah. and that's that's how great records are made. Um, now he also said it's eight. not really ideal in any way. It <laughs> well, <laughs> it's yeah. The second story. It's hot as hell. You can't open the windows. The acoustics are terrible. But they and you made can it, hear that. But they but. made a great record. 10 a.m. Automatic, The Links, uh, Girl Is On My Mind, to name a few of the songs that are amazing. Keep Me, um, um, 
Yeah, there. Yeah, it's a great record for 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 the, for. In general, generally speaking, their first kind of made like where they were becoming their own artist, where they weren't just recording in a basement, you know, which that's easy going out and being like, no, we're going to, we're doing this. We're doing this to do it or whether you were forced to do it is not important. It's not important. It means that you, you know, that this is what I'm going to do. This is my career and I'm doing this, you know, and I think that's awesome. And to do it this way is amazing. So last fun Easter egg about that one. Um, the group used a mixing console that Patrick got on eBay from a former sound technician for Loverboy. And apparently frequent malfunctions with the console made them stretch this into five months, which, you know, he doesn't have nice things to say about it. Neither one of them do. Uh, all that stuff and having to do it for five months instead of, I'm sure they were thinking more like five weeks at the most. And uh, that's a that's a vast difference. It's a huge man. difference. Yeah, yeah. So uh, apparently, when they finished up, they were like, "Screw this console," and just left and it. And just there. left it. Left it. <laughs> that's and they just transitioned to punk rock. Also <laughs> rock and roll. Also rock and roll. <laughs> oh, Love it, man. Um, let's see. So I think I'm going to do a very weird transition to what I feel. I'm I, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm certainly not right all the time, but I feel like this is one of the worst album covers I've ever seen, and that is Castles in the Sand by David Allen Coe. That is a big ten four. So basically, the album cover is uh, his face overlooking kind of a sand area. And his cowboy hat is in the stars. It's like a uh, constellation, but it, but it's outlined. It's outlined, and it's you want to talk about a thirty gallon hat. This ain't a ten gallon hat. Oh no, oh, no, 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 this no, is no. The sky, dude. This is the biggest cowboy hat you have ever seen on any man's face ever. What's crazy? His head about is it too small. Is... The hat is ten times too big, and it is just absolutely. And it's his face the is bottom, in this there's blue. A yeah. Oh, it's so, so you get like actual uh, yeah, it's, scale on yeah. how big David yeah. Alcoa yeah. is. It's so bad. It's so <laughs> bad. And uh, you know, but you know, in typical David Allen Co. fashion, he comes out with a song like "The Ride" on this album, and it's oh, man, you know he's such a great songwriter. He is. Um, you know, he's he has his moments that are a little questionable, to say the least. He does. You know what's interesting? I found out that Clarence Gatemouth Brown's son played drums for him for a while. Oh, wow. Right. That's... So, obviously, Clarence Gatemouth Brown's son is an African-American individual. Yes. Playing for David some Allen of David Co. Allen Coe's more... Uh, questionable songs. He talked about it. He was yeah. like, you know, um, you don't... David Allen Coe is controversial. You want to be a part of that? Yeah. You're a part of the controversy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he has a, a song on this album called Son of a Rebel Son. Right. I mean, it's it, it, that's part of his whole thing is that he, you know, he is unabashed. But back to the ride, yeah. which is a s- awesome song. Mm-hmm. So it tells a first-person story of a hitchhiker's encounter with the ghost of Hank Williams in a ride from Montgomery to Nashville. Mm -hmm. And he says the mysterious driver dressed like 1950, half drunk and hollow eyed. (laughs) That's so, 
it's the imagery yeah. and how yeah. many words is that a lot like 10 words but that paints a yep. big picture yep so um, speaking of maybe not using a whole lot of words how about funk 49 oh from james, james gang, gang rides, rides again. again um james gang ohio band that does not get as much credit as it deserves in my humble opinion so i've mentioned it a number of times i am a huge fan of the three-man band massive efficiency i'm not saying anything bad about four or five 12 person bands you know you've got somebody only focusing on vocals mm-hmm. i expect that to be a hundred mm-hmm. out of a hundred mm-hmm. every time but uh the three-man band i give you some leeway but the james gang is just like wow yeah and joe walsh yeah i mean yeah you don't even need to say anything you about don't joe walsh he's so good he's the most amazing he's ringo Starr's brother-in-law yeah and he's 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 just he's one he's the best part of the eagles we'll put it that way i think we can agree there right okay that was a that was a hard no no what that was was the same kind of crap about getting Don Henley to come out of your mouth. That's what that was. I don't want Don Henley to come out of my mouth. <laughs> well, it did. We were all there for it. Uh, um, but like the song, um, uh, the "Ashes," garden, "Ashes," my garden. "Ashes," "The Rain," and I to close this record. Yeah, was pretty. It's it's Isn't pretty. Is it nice. my garden on there? Yes, Tin My Garden is on the here. The Bomber? The Bomber is on here. Bro, I mean, it's just like yeah. slap, slap, slap. Aston Park? Killers. Mm-hmm. Killers. The Killers. Woman? Mm. Mm. Yeah, good stuff. Check that one out for sure. We love you, Josh Bennett. Mm. <laughs> uh, question, are we not men? Answer, we are Devo. Oh. Devo. We are Devo. Devo. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to talk about, no, 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 nobody's doing anything weird enough. Hold my beer. So Devo was like, yeah, nobody's doing anything weird enough. So they really just started like a whole trend of weird for weird sake is too much. Yeah. Weird for weird sake. You know, I feel like it's honestly possible and, um, I feel like we wouldn't have more shocking stuff. Yeah. And like, uh, do you want to move on to the next one? I, you know, the thing with this record with me is that, you know, you got songs like Mongoloid, uh, Jocko Homo, you know, Gut Feeling, um, you know, the Uncontrollable Urge would be the big one uncontrollable urge to have a beer maybe (laughs) Um, but it's one of those things where even through their weirdness they 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 touched a lot of people the same kind of way like weezer did in the 90s where it was like yeah there's a lot of weird people out there and they love this because it's weird touches them it's a beautiful thing because weird people go to movies and weird weird people people listen to music and records and whatever and and and, and, for a long time yeah the industry was just like, no, 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 no. you're going to like what we shove down. And they and they broke through. They offered an alternative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was not without resistance, but yeah. they, they won. Yeah. Um, but to get, but to go, oh, I'll, I'll go for it. Setting new standards and starting new trouble. Oh, yeah. There's a Antichrist superstar from 
Marilyn Manson. This record, I remember when Talk it came out. Talk about not a sophomore slump, bro. Boy, I, when it came out, I was like, okay, because, uh, you know, the first record came out and it had that cover. Were we sophomores when that came out? Uh, probably right around there. Um, and it had the cover of Sweet Dreams Are Made of These. And it was like the darkest, creepiest thing ever. And Nine Inch Nails, we can thank Trenton Reznor for the release of Marilyn Manson. He's the guy who really put them on the map, opening up for them on tour and showing them to the world. Um, But Beautiful People came on the radio, and I was like, what is this? It was just something completely different and harder and like more aggressive and like, whoa. What? No. And Sweet the whole album was from Smells Like Children. Yes. And this So was Cake and Sodomy. Yes. And you know, and Marilyn Manson had a lot more to say and has over the years been in the I mean when you go when you're like, okay, so I want a pinup girl and a serial killer, everybody come up with a name. Yeah, right. Twiggy in that order. Twiggy Ramirez and yeah. all the other people. Oh, it's yeah, and it's a thing. Yeah, it is. And I think Antichrist Superstar may be his biggest album to date. It was '96 when it came out, mm-hmm. and it, it's certainly "Beautiful People" is the is his number one song. I would call it the breakthrough for yeah, sure. Oh, it put him on a whole nother level. Um, well, it put a bigger target on him. Yeah. Right? Oh, as yeah. If, well, and as if but, yeah, out a song it, called uh, "Cake and Sodomy" is not going to yeah, put a target on as him. if. As if, uh, as if the uh, soccer moms at home didn't have uh, anything else to yell and bitch and moan about, then they get Marilyn Manson's second album called Antichrist Superstar, and the lid got peeled off and everything Absolutely from that point. Absolutely not in my town. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely not. And what was funny was it absolutely was in yes every one of those towns in every one of your kids cd outside players outside of mm-hmm. the arenas mm-hmm. picketing protesting whatever mm-hmm. and it still went on mm-hmm. um so i guess that leaves a couple leaves uh, us with the boz skaggs silk degrees. degrees um hang on hang on let's say Silk degree. That was gonna <laughs> You've got the voice for that. You got the electric sounds of silk degrees. So Boz Skaggs uh, is one of those things where um I, the song Lowdown to me sounds like the hustle. It's kind of that like groove like you don't expect this like You don't expect to enjoy a song with flute in it. Yeah, you don't. You don't at all. We're looking at you, Jethro Tull. (laughs) On one leg. But like Lowdown is amazing. Uh, Lido Shuffle. What can I say? Lido Shuffle is the one for me that I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, this guy's got it. But this album, it's funny because I know, you know, we went to the same record store at the same time a number of times. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, I probably passed that by a good 80, oh, 200 minimum. times before I even was like, I am tired of looking at this. I'm good. It's coming home with me for a dollar. <laughs> oh, no. It's in the 50 cent bin now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's that's it, because there were so many of it sold. Yeah. And it is it is a great record. And essentially, uh, his backing studio musician, so Boz Skaggs was credited with basically creating Toto. Wow. Because yeah. the studio musicians, he... 
assembled for silk degrees became toto pretty much yeah yeah well, well uh, and our last of the top 10 is mm-hmm by reliant k oh yeah from 2004 uh we did an episode on a reliant k album in our numbers month because mm-hmm. three <laughs> rights don't make a left but yeah whatever mm-hmm. two rights don't make a left but three do mm-hmm. that's it so this was kind of a uh, Reliant K's breakthrough. They got a lot of um, crossover airplay. They started, they got a contract on Goatee Records from Toby McKeehan uh, from DC Talk. And they put out a few records there. They started crossing over. They kind of still dabble in that, feelings, uh, spiritual, it's all there. Mm-hmm was so great that uh, 10 years after they released a new version of it and um, it's pretty awesome. I've seen them live. They're pretty great. Saw them at the Ryman uh, with their newest studio album, Air for Free. Mm. Uh, and I know you'll appreciate the song Bummin' because the chorus goes... Uh, Broken down downtown at Wedgwood and Eighth. Oh well, there you go. That's uh, yep, been there many times. I'm bombing. Yeah. So yeah, here's to uh, and naming your band after a delightful compact car mm-hmm. made in America. <laughs> well, uh, well, that's our kind of list from Ohio, the the Buckeye State. Um, you the know, we we certainly did not mention. <laughs> both fit <laughs> both uh, can be true we we certainly did not get to all of them um shoot us a message uh and on... we are funkier than the funk we represented here hmm. lakeside Lake roger Street. troutman zap slave oh Fazo. there it is oh they're all there man yeah you want some funk go to ohio yep um, but be sure to follow us on Twitter uh, at album the number four of the day. Follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Uh, shoot us an email, uh, album for the day at gmail.com. Shoot us a tweet. Let us know what we forgot about, um, you know, or what we left off the list. Let us know what your favorites are. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. She said she don't love me like she really should. She wants to erase me. Like yeah. the beautiful people, the beautiful people. Does it say banana, banana? Yeah. Banana, nana. Baloney, baloney. <laughs> of course he does. After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to cue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!